the Modern Black Man Podcast. Welcome to another episode of Modern Black Man Podcast. This week, I am joined by my favorite co-host, uh, Miss Rochelle Harden. Rochelle, what's going on? What's going on? Man, what <laughs> I'm excited for today. Um, today's topic is bad dates. Um, that's a fun one. Uh, yeah. Everybody has had an experience where they've gone on a date and they've been a little uncomfortable, or they've gone out and things just didn't go right. <laughs> Um, so today, uh, we're going to talk about, uh, exactly that. Um, I know that I, myself, have been a bad date. You've been a bad date? Okay. I've been a bad date. I've definitely been a bad date. Um, and, and you know how that is when you go out with somebody and, you know, you just, you know, you, you're, you're upset or you have to disrupt the function because they are not understood on maybe how to treat you or how to uh, the vibe is off um, <laughs> in, in public, but we can definitely get to that because I could talk at length about that. I am more interested in hearing about any bad experiences. Uh, that you've had because let's be honest I think that that's what uh, inspired <laughs> this for me is that um, I think that maybe we had uh, a, a, a bad night out I think uh, I think the homie went out one night and it just wasn't <laughs> a good time and I want to hear all about it it was amazing. okay so you know uh briefly you know i always say you know my husband passed away so you know like getting back out and really just trying to date or just you know what i'm saying that's really like the number one thing the new experience you know what i'm saying so fucking i tap in and i go out with friend and we have been saying like hey we're gonna go out and chill for a while now and I you know just always something where I might fumble the ball and nonetheless <clears throat> today is the day so we we hook up and um when I get there <laughs> I see a little short dude which so happens to be his brother and his oh. brother is chasing his son around and we're in a public place you know what I'm saying so I, I asked to meet in a public place you know what I'm saying Right. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, you know, just you know, um, preliminary. It's a preliminary meeting. Uh, right yeah. now, you you don't want to commit to too much, but you're open to getting right. a little bit more connected, right? Right. That part. That part. <laughs> so, um, so at first I was like, oh, okay, you know, because I'm like, well, maybe they playing, but then I see him. And when I tell you, you know, he's attractive to me. You know what I'm saying? I ain't really too worried about what's going on on the left. You know what I'm saying? I'm looking at a boy over here. All right. So that was, you know, everything's going on. Well, then here comes the daughter. And the daughter was, you know, all up in the function. And he introduces us and, and everybody. He introduces me to everybody, which so happened to be the brother, the daughter, and the son. Okay. Mm -hmm. As we're at this function and everybody is uh, currently wrapping up, um, I just see like a lot of confrontation between the uncle and the son. And so I was like, oh, wow. 
<laughs> you know, but I, and I'm over here looking at the dad, like, you know, you just letting this little boy be so disrespectful. And I mean, he is, uh, he's out in public, just, you know, cussing and just, you know, inappropriate. And, and I'm like, you know, as a black parent, you ain't, I don't know, body slammed him yet. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the combat move on him. Get over here. You ain't, you know, but this is just my thought. I'm just, I'm just meeting you. you know? Hold on, wait a second. Let me make sure I understand this. You were mostly uncomfortable that the boy was conscious. Conscious? Yes. The problem was that he was breathing. You felt oh. antagonized because no, not at all. Not. Uh, you said he was being disrespectful. Yeah, he was, but he wasn't being disrespectful to me. I guess there was right. a situation that was going on amongst themselves, and I was just looking at the daddy like at any time, you know, because the uncle was stepping up like, "Hey, boy, you know what I'm saying, dude? You know." But then again, I also seen the uncle saying, and your daddy ain't going to say you. So I, you know, I'm like, okay, well, what did I walk into? So I see the daughter. The daughter is very beautiful, you know. Um, I think she's maybe, you know, 11 or 12. So I'm dealing with teenagers here, you know. I myself have teenagers as well. Okay, so, you know, um, so she's, you know, they're off in a corner somewhere. So we're trying to get as much as our five-minute conversation is as possible. Um, but yet, I still hear a commotion in the background, so I'm turning around. It's the little boy again, you know. Uh, man, I'm going to drop your brother. I'm going I'm to drop your brother, and here come the brother. What you going to gonna do? What to who? And I'm oh my God. <laughs> You're going to hear me say that a lot. Sorry, speed up. Everybody is uh, getting in, into the course. So he was like, you know, uh, I'm, a, I'm taking everybody home. You know what I'm saying? Um, so, you know, would you want to ride with me as I parked my course? So I was like, you know, and hopped in with him. Now, as we are on the field trip of a lifetime, right, B, you got to hear this. I'm getting to know everybody. When I tell you everybody, I, I get to hearing everybody. First of all, about the son, this was my problem. Um, it wasn't just the disrespect that he had for adults. It was the disrespect that he had for his sister. And so mm. he was to his sister like, hey, go plug up my iPhone. Hey, go get this. Hey, go get that. Hey. You know, and I'm looking like, mm-hmm, okay. Um, you know, I'm just, you, you know, because I don't know anybody, you know. I'm just sitting back. But as it continued by now, I must have forgot and must have said, hey, man, quit talking to her like that. You understand? Because the way that you're talking to her, she's going to think that that's okay for men to talk to her like that. You're a brother. So quit talking to her. You quit running every time he say, go get his charger. Go. You ain't his man. You ain't his mama. And I'm in. So the dad was looking at me like, you know, like, thank you. <laughs> you know, like, you know, um, but me and him is still bonding. When I tell you, like, our part was cool. Here's when things got a little technical. Okay, so we done dropped everybody off. And he was like, hey, I'm not going to be able to leave my son here because, you know, he's confrontational. You know, and I, and I dig that. 
So I was like, cool, I ain't gonna, you know, come on, tell, let's go, you know, because by now, I would like me uh, Bahamba Mamba. <laughs> when we get up there to Applebee's, he like, he's so loud. Like the, the little boy is so loud. I'm like, oh my God. So the dad is like, hey man, calm down. We in a restaurant, you know what I'm saying? And he gets around. The whole time it's coronavirus. You can't just be up here walking around in Applebee's. You understand what I'm saying? Mm. Oh my God! As this little boy just keep he he, I'm over here. I'm I'm on the. I need to charge, you know. And it was like, hey, I'm gonna mess up y'all's first date. This is a horrible date, huh? Is wait wait the little boy said this? Yes, sir. And so you could tell like the you know so the dad he's kind of giving me the background story on what's going on and. I respect that. You know what I'm saying? Here's where I don't give a fuck about none of that, right? Respect, <laughs> right? You ain't got him in check to know how you supposed to act when you in public, first and foremost, right? In the way that he is talking to these adults. To, listen, if you can't, if you got an iPhone, that means you should be able to talk accordingly. That's how I'm thinking. I don't give a fuck how old you are. That 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 is in demand. Well, that's, I think that's a requirement. I think that if a kid hasn't, yeah, I'm gonna let you continue. No, no, baby, you out here, you what's the new rap? You drill rapping, you know, you out here dropping these boards, you know. Then you need to be able to tell this lady that you want a dragon fruit uh fruit punch. Do you understand what I'm saying? You got this lady up in here, and so the dad, dragon fruit fruit punch, what kind of it was a it was like some juice Applebee's had. I don't know. What See, I'm saying when look, this I, I gotta say something. This is <laughs> I know I'm fucked up because I remember when I was a kid, my parents used to take me to very nice places. Like very nice places. And I know how many ass kickings I got um, uh, and everywhere nice. And I look back at that and I think about how parenting was. Uh, parents were responsible for so much and kids didn't get out of line because you knew you uh, knew yeah you just knew uh, you could feel it and I see now I think that parents are like embarrassed or something like that uh, and they coddle their kids differently and these kids are useless they don't contribute they don't help they don't have any responsibility they don't have any care concern or connection to other people it's all about them it's like you got to be a big guy to get there like to be entitled like that as a kid is problematic. Um, like I said, I remember going to like in France, like in in London, in Spe- like Italy, like getting my ass kicked for doing dumb stuff. And at the same time, um, I learned pretty early. I learned pretty well as a young kid. I was a better kid than an adult. But um, I remember walk- my mom left me in the UK. I remember just walking East London because uh, I had enough- <laughs> no, truly because I had a sense. I had enough sense to be able to go get food. I know my pops used to take me to Chicago. Um, I'd stay in really nice hotels. I'd DC. I'd come to the Crystal City when I was a kid. Uh, I remember being 12, 13 years old, ordering room service and going through the little mall of Crystal but City. Understand this. But, but understand this, though, be right. You was... I was a city kid. Mm-hmm. I'm from St. Louis. Because I know how to this get is- my ass around and get home. Uh, in Kansas City, the same way. My mom stayed in the suburbs, so 
that's that's even worse. You got to catch a ride to get home. <laughs> that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, is that you was molded mm-hmm. to know how to act and, and to behave. You knew that when we stepped out this house, you are a representation of me and your father. You knew that because if you didn't, you was going to get the ass kicked off your back. Now, the reason why I say that, right, is because I have molded my own kids. You, you, y'all know how to act when we step up out of this house. Y'all know that when I give you that look, I give you that I turn look, and that I turn look means you got five seconds to get your shit together. Do you understand? Or I'm gonna come through like SWAT. That's one of my number one sayings. You know what I'm saying? Strike one. Mm-hmm. My kids don't act up the way you know what I'm saying. Like, listen in. The kid was walking around. Uh, hey, I need a, I need a phone plug. You ain't got how you a multi-million dollar place and you ain't got no plugs around. Are you talking to these people like this? The very people that about to cook my food. Exactly. <laughs> oh my god! I kept having those moments because am I getting pumped around here? Like I was like, is it just me? Like. Something's going on. Like I just, this is not, this isn't going on right now. And not only was I embarrassed, I was embarrassed for the dad as well. So when the lady came up and was like, "Hey, um, are you ready? Are you ready to place your order?" Lady, listen here. All I want is a, I just a long island. And as long as I've been sitting here, we'll talk about the service later. Because it just seemed like the it. Just, listen here. The lady said. Well, what would you like to drink? Uh, let me get a Dr. Pepper. No, I don't want that. Let me get this. Let me get that. And I'm I'm not about to keep playing with you. Hey, man, listen. Tell this lady what you want to eat and quit playing with this lady. Do you understand? Wow. I was like... When he told the lady that he wanted to drink, fruit punch, drink, whatever it was. Okay, so they bring us our drinks, right? Yeah. Oh, nah, I don't like this. This is disgusting. And there is a way that you tell your waitress, hey, I don't like this. You understand what I'm saying? I don't talk my kids to nod. When you see your waitress, she's going to look at you. Give her the nod. She's going to come right on over. You understand? It's a way that you talk to, you know, people out in public. Uh, when I tell you this, man, about now, the dad was like, well, what do you don't like? Just get a Sprite. You know, he's trying to control the sun, ease the sun, keep the sun calm, and he's trying to entertain me at the same time. Now, here's the thing. I don't have a problem with that, you know, because I'm still, I'm rolling with the flood. Like, when he get, when I got done saying what I said to him, I continued to say, hey, baby, yeah, what's your favorite color? <laughs> How do you take your burger? I'm still, I'm still on my day, even though I had to oh, check okay. him about Wait a minute. And this isn't, this sounds like a good day. This sounds like there was some ebb and flow in the day. It wasn't smooth. It wasn't but I think the, it was cool. We're flowing. Except that your son keeps getting up. Yeah. And so I hear another waiter said, well, who, who does he belong to? Because I told him he can't just be walking around. And I never want to be the table. <laughs> but this, you know, motherfucker was talking about. He was talking about us. So he was like, man, come sit down. So he sits at the other table. Me and him kind of have our date. Now, you know, we had our little seven or eight minute brief because within seconds, the little boy just kept, and he's not even a little boy. He's 13, 14 years old. Yeah, he's a, he's so, a little guy. He's another guy. You're on a date with two dudes. 
understand what I'm saying? So, uh, when they brought out the appetizers, right? He was like, I don't eat this. I don't want this. Mm. You know what I did? I said, I said, that's okay. You ain't got to eat him. I slid his plate in front of me and his daddy, me and his daddy started eating off his plate. So, you know, he, I was making the dad feel comfortable. Don't have a problem with that because anybody else would have got the fuck about it earlier. That was my first solution. And I was like, you know, as I got to talk to him, I was like, he really doesn't deserve that. Give him five minutes. I'm going to give you your five minutes. Now, listen. The little boy. <laughs> so he was like, I'm, he was like, this is a horrible day. You know, he was like, you had to bring me. He said, I kept telling you, let me go back to the core. First of all, we are all the way out at least summer. We're not about to never let you be nowhere sitting in a car and it's, it's colder than penguin pussy outside. Quit playing with me, sir. That was what I'm thinking. But I didn't say that. I, but what I did say was, I'm not about to let you go outside. You know what I'm saying? Come on, just chill, you know. But you could tell that the daddy was getting irritated. You could tell that the daddy was embarrassed, irritated. You know what I'm saying? But me being a Libra that I am, I'm going to come through and smooth it over. My communication skills, is, it's, it's, it's great. Yes, they are. When they brought our food, when they brought our food, he, I, he, like, you know, like how you push it. He, I don't want this. This, this is nasty. I said, listen here, let me tell you something. I said, there is a way that you talk to this. Like, didn't I just give you that? If you don't want this, but check this out, though, you're going to take that in a to go home box. That's what you're going to do. And you're going to sit there. Didn't hear a peep out of him. He was pouting. I don't care about none of that. So tell me, you know, you and I went I, and I politely went back to my day. I like it, I like the dynamic a little bit, honestly, because you're focused on your day. And that's like real. Like you're not letting this little boy take over. Right. And he's trying to threaten his father's uh dating life. That's uncomfortable. Right. And that's what I saw. And mm. so he was like, you're so used to me being with a mom that, you know, like, you know, and then here come the little boy. You know what I'm saying? And so listen here. Uh I am just a friend. I ain't trying to be, you know, none of that. <laughs> I ain't trying to be nobody's stepmom or none of that. As I came home and told my son, I just had to give my son a hug because I and pat myself on the back because I know I my son is so he not to put them in the same box, but yeah, y'all can can never hang out. Uh, my son don't be with that. You can't go out here and embarrass us like that. You can't be out here loud talking. He was so inappropriate. One of the conversations he said was, "Yeah, I'm trying to, I'm trying to uh, get some skin." I said, and I looked at the dad. He was like, yeah, I'm trying to, you know, something. And I looked at him, my name. I don't want to hear that. Now, first of all, uh, we're not your friends. We're not your homies. We're not your sisters or brothers or cousins. We are an adult here. You want to have that conversation? You go have that with your homies. You be respectful when you are. Well, where is he learning it from is the first question I have. And Before I can say something, his dad was like, you don't talk like that in front of no lady. Oh, okay. I was like, oh, okay, baby, step in. <laughs> Let him know, because I, hey, he stepped in on that, but yeah, I, oh my God. Like, they make so my son was like, I, you know, mama, you ain't ready to be stepmom. Hell no. 
I'm thinking that maybe they're kids. When I do start dating, I'm going to need your kids to be already out the house or in college. It's fine with me. <laughs> yeah. But, but you know, the whole thing about how they was, um, I don't know, maybe if they was intimidated by my presence or not, but I have to take into consideration like, what would happen if you know, I do start dating because eventually I would have to bring him around my kids, which I don't. They have never, they haven't seen me with anybody since they had. So, but my kids is respectful. I bet you I, I ain't never about to have my kids. They ain't about to be walking around here like even, you know, scratching and rubbing all on their balls in front. No, <laughs> just inappropriate. Never. But yeah, B, I did. I kept trying to make him comfortable. Like, I see you. I see him, too. But as we're trying to block you out, we was paying attention to our date. And so the question was, was I hope I didn't scare you away. But you can take me away. You know, I don't, I, I don't scare easily. <laughs> but mm -hmm. I don't know if I could. I don't know. <laughs> It'll be a while. So, so that's really interesting, and that's a lot. That's a lot going on in that situation. I'm just glad that you maintained the class and you gave your date the attention that he deserved, despite um, his bratty kid. Um, I know that myself. Um, I don't, you know, um, if I'm going to date somebody with a kid. Well, if I'm going to date somebody with a kid, uh, I expect to bond. And uh, that makes those connections, uh, you know, um, complex. But it's rewarding when you do it the right way, because obviously there's ebbs and flows uh, with kids. For me, there might be a bad experience, but there's also going to be some good experiences. And there's going to be some memories. There's going to be some learning. There's going to be some trials. There's going to be some, um, you know, um, Everything that was my date, all the trials, the tribulate, the new experiences, yeah. the learning. I learned all that on my two hour date with this man. <laughs> I learned, yeah. Oh, wow, two hours 120 minutes. You learned till the whole lifetime. You learned a lot, yeah. It um, me. I learned, um, uh, that there is men out here like that. Uh, I do have, I do have to take certain things into consideration myself, um, yeah. and. I know my limits, you know, and and, and you and I have also talked that I know my worth, right? Yeah. I, mean, I ain't going to be able to settle for this, honey. It, he's 14. He's too far gone. If he ain't acting right in public now, he's not, he's not gonna, I'm not in the, I can't mold that. <laughs> you know what our parents used to do though, for real? Because um, I, I used to be a little, I was a little different when I was a kid. I was a little ignorant at times. Um, but I, I learned how to get myself together. And I, do you know what uh, we used to do was take you to Skid Row, take you to the police station, to the jail, uh, watch people that's really living that life, be around some people that's really doing that and, and see how they have to live their life. And whenever I was exposed to little real life situations like that, I, what is it, scared straight? I was just like, I'm cool. Like, like I, I don't want to do all that. Like, I could probably, I could probably learn something else. You were scared, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> but, you, but you feel what I'm saying? It's because absolutely we, uh, we bring our kids to Applebee's and we give them video games and we do things to, I guess, to, 
to shield them from the reality of the direction that they're going in because we don't want them to be confronted with that reality. But I, like I said, for me, uh, when I realize all the things that go into uh, uh, the things that look cool and start seeing those and dissecting those, hell no, I don't want to do all that. Um, nope, I'm good. I don't even want to be a pimp. I'm all right. I didn't say I'm good. Like, mm-mm, that's real. I don't want to do none of that. I don't want to do none of that. I'm, I'm, give me a job. I wonder what it's like to clock in. You said a 401k retirement plan? That sounds really nice. Uh, <laughs> I get a couple of days off, pay vacation. That sounds better than pimping right now. Because I don't feel like chasing them. I don't feel like I don't feel like putting my hands on them. I don't feel like doing all this to them. I just what were we talking about? I blacked out. Um, I'm I'm joking, but I'm for real with that yeah, little boy. Yeah. He can go to a, a a get right program. Um, if it's not military school, that was another threat. Um, that's that's really bad. Boarding schools, uh, just like military school, but you don't got the same uniform. Um, I, you know all that stuff. So. I think that's what he needs. He's 14. And and he kind of, I think, missed it at uh, 10 and 12 when uh, those lessons are, I think, very intense because now it's going to be the same thing he'll see at 14 that they could have scared him with four years ago. Well, listen, this is is something for me too, right? I take my kids, we go everywhere, you know, literally, right? But, you know, um, roadhouse, we, we do a lot of things. You understand what I'm saying? If you cannot get by Applebee's, which is one of the low rankingest, uh, I'm not never about to take you to an upscale restaurant. You're not about to never go out with me, nowhere to not, no public, and you couldn't get pro- past the first base with Applebee's here. Because if this is how you're acting here, why would I take you to the main event? We never go into power play because listen, I will power play the shit out of you. I'm not about to play with you. I listen, I don't play with other people's kids. And so that's something else. Like if you can't get your kids in line, we're not gonna be able to hang out. I don't wanna have to constantly keep saying, hey, I don't get I don't raise my voice. And that by now your kid is of age, he should know. I said all I got to do was blink at mine, they know where to go. All I gotta do is nod my head and go ahead and flash five seconds. They know I'm about to come through with a beat down. It's not, I don't, you know, and then that that's training for I don't know how long. When we went here, I didn't see no trunk I see elbows on the table. If it looks like y'all eating with y'all's elbows on the table, karate neck to the back of the neck. I don't play around. I ain't raising no cavemen. And I get that everybody's um I get that everybody's parenting skills ain't like that, but I feel like everybody should have their kids in line. However, when you step out. Now, that little boy was not only a representation of his daddy, he was also representing, he was representing me too. So when you're out here, you know, rubbing and scratching all on your balls when this waitress is here, you know what I'm saying? You make my waitress feel so torn away when she got to make my food. You feel me? I don't know. I just went literally. I kept saying, Oh my God. I kept clenching my invisible pearls because I was like, Am I being shit? God is trying to tell me, What are you trying to tell me, God? Don't do it. What is it? And as I was telling that, all my, my, my friends and homies, you know, they was laughing. They thought that it was funny. But I seen it like, 
wow, if I start dating, I might have to encounter other people's kids. Yeah. You might have to now, deal with them like, you know, they might, is she trying to take my daddy? Hey, listen here. <laughs> you can keep your What about when you're going to whoop the kids? Because like I, I said, I come from a time when, you know, you couldn't step out of line because the guest would whoop your ass too. Uh, I remember so many dinner parties um, when I would act up being a little kid and you know, play uncles, play aunts, anybody would be able to tear that ass up to get you right uh, because you were a child. Um, I think the age thing may be uh, his exception, and that might be why he's acting out because he's old enough now. But see, I don't know if he grew up in a house with any structure. Hey, I don't. And and the dad was like, you know, um, he's in my custody now, so. Hopefully, daddy, because he's not with mom no more. So, you know, from the story that he was telling me, you know, he, you know, dad didn't came through, you know, and that's great. Get them together. Because I, uh-uh. I can't, <laughs> listen, on one, on one of them, uh, he was like, well, she's never going to call you back, dad. It's just you and me. <laughs> And listen, though, with with the way that he was acting, like I don't, I don't know, maybe if it, I wouldn't say it was jealousy. Like I don't, I don't know. Like you know, just hey, it's child. That's the name of the movie where the kid was bad. But I could see that though, especially with the male child. He's probably close to his dad. That's what Junior Healy, the boy from Junior Child, was into. He didn't want nobody else to 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 get his dad. But I don't think this kid is uh, consumed with his pops like that as much as he, that's his pattern. That little boy been probably doing that uh, for however long, and that's all he knows. I can tell you from my experience, I have a lady that um, you know, I I love her uh, her, her her children, um, and I. I know them uh, on a personal level at the same time. The boundaries of the relationship have dictated bad relations with uh, a lot of men uh, that are connected through throughout, right? So it's important in those situations to have respect for each other. And that's what you did. You addressed him. And again, he knows he brought a badass kid on a date. Don't be confused. Right. So, uh, he, he knows that. Too, was he seeing what I would do? But but if, is he reaching out? Because if the homie's reaching out, because look, look, I, I could see myself. I could be empathetic. And I could see myself like, look, you know, you know, my junior, this this little nigga bad. Like, but I can't just whoop him all day. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I need some help. Like, you feel what I'm saying? Like, right. I could, I could see that uh, as a as a complexity as well. With that being said, you know that you're trusted, your nurturing spirit is appreciated. Nobody wants to be used to be some surrogate mother, part time mom, and responsibilities, and stepmom. Yeah, I'm not material. <laughs> you said you're not stepmom material. I sure am not. And this is the thing, which goes with what you said. That is true back in the day when you was at a line, anybody would go ahead and holler at you. Unfortunately, we do live in a time where things are not so much as like that. Me personally, I wouldn't put my hand on nobody else's uh, child because I literally take your face off 
if you was to touch mine. Now, what you can do, what you can do is come to me and be like, hey, this is the situation and this is what happened with your son. And I will go ahead and go on and do the Mortal Kombat smash combo moves myself. Get over here. I don't have a problem that goes for teachers and anything else. But you don't put your hands on him. Now, it's not a problem with redirecting and scolding them. You may do that all day long. But am I going to personally? Well, I'm not even going to break a sweat for nobody. I don't have to do it for my own kids. So, wow. do it for nobody. That's powerful. I felt that. I received that. That's powerful. Um, yeah. Not even breaking a sweat for somebody else's kids. I, I, I understand that as well. I just... um. I, I do. I think I receive it. Yeah, that. I can't. I ain't about to be over here talking about go grab no branch stuff, no trees. I'm past that. The, my squad over here, they they on PS5. They don't go on the main events. Nails, they they don't have time for confrontations. So then, then yeah. with that too, am I willing to bring that sort of mixture? Am I willing to blend that? Absolutely not. See, okay, that's it. That was the point I was going to make. I'm, gonna say, I'm not about to risk my kids. That oh, no. I like. I fuck with the PS5 niggas in the suburbs. Yes, yeah. Curly hair. I, I do it. I do it. When they, when um, they told me that y'all, they can't catch the ball. Like they, they have to play basketball instead of football, and uh, no, no contact. And they can't ever keep up, but. Um, you know, uh, it's it's just a different. It's a blend. Right. It's a blend. it's it's only something new. And, um, mm-hmm. No, I, I it, and not just like that. Like I on both ends, you know, because I know what type of son that I have, and I listen. I one thing I am, I'm a very good listener. When you told me that your kids like to mess up 80-inch flat screens and they throw laptops and they do all of this, you're letting me know right there that you are a financial liability. That was off the flip that you have told me. Second of all, you have let me know that they just... They just take over and do whatever. It's structured in God. It's here. And so if I was to blend that sort of behavior, my son is going to be a, it's going to be a battle zone. Yeah, because they're not going to be able to come over here and tear up not nothing over here. We, nah, we, we like our stuff. We're not going to be able to come over and tear up. Not a PS4. You're not going to be able to be coming over here. Nah, I'm just not stepping on. But Rochelle, that was the big moment for me, though, in life, where I realized I couldn't be blending with everybody because, like I said, I'm from a place where I put my damn hands on you for, for the money that you're not giving me because um, I don't understand that level of disrespect. And for it to happen, it's because of these forced new boundaries. Uh, you know, you're not allowed to touch other people's kids now. Um, it doesn't, you know, amongst other things. Um, so I can absolutely, um, I, I hear exactly what you're saying when you make those points. And I just think about that in my experience too. Mm-mm. Um, so what do you, what do you think, you know, should I like, as far as with everything that I told you, I give it two thumbs down. We're probably not going to be able to, uh, I don't know. I think you're gonna hold. I think you are going to hold that against him, unfortunately, um, because I don't think that it is totally his 
fault. I think he's just got a badass kid. Well, listen, though, the brother was B, the brother was horrible too. So the brother, but this is what this is what my date said to me. He was like Rachel. He was like they don't like sharing me with other people. So that was deep to me. Now, B, I'm petty as hell, and it is a side effect that I'm working on. I promise, I am a work in progress. Progress and working. Listen, when he said that, right. And it was, it seems like he was affectionate. Like he, he, he wanted to rub my hands all the time. So every time he would rub my hands. So the brother was like, yeah, so where are you from? Yeah. Cause uh, you ain't from around here. So I politely looked back with my number twenties on, you know, those are my last <laughs> blink, blink. I looked at him and said, huh? He said, yeah, cause you ain't from around here. He said, so where are you from? I'm from Kansas city, sir, but I'm raised in Indiana. You know, um, but I'm I'm from Kansas City originally. He said, "Yeah, because I could I could tell from the way you talk and walk, you ain't from here." Oh wow! And so you know, before all of that, the bro, you know, my day had already told look bad, and I was like, "It's gonna take more than that to move me." And so, just giving him that reassurance, I feel like I should keep my word, even if not, even if I just check up on you, like, "Hey, what's going on?" You know what I'm saying? So much be it, but I'm real simple. You know, I don't, I don't do too much. That's too much sweating and barking. I don't. I told you I was clenching my invisible pearls. Oh my god. No. <laughs> it's wild. Um, but hopefully, you know, uh the dates get better. I appreciate you sharing that. Yeah, experience. that made me a date. Uh, I'm scared to go on one. I'm scared to go on one. No, no, never that. <laughs> I, I honestly I don't have bad I, I have had uh, a, a bad date. I've been a bad date. Uh, I'll talk about maybe some stuff I've done that's um Yeah, I gotta you hear know. you being a bad date. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I think that bad I had, it was probably her birthday or around her birthday. And I had probably over served myself at home drinking. Uh, baby came and picked me up. You know, I, I dated a nice class of women. And I think that she came and, and, and got got a, a, a young man uh, in an urban situation trying to do better for himself, both financially and socially. Uh, just trying to stay aware and, uh, you know, gain and grow in this environment. But uh, <laughs> she came in and scooped me up, and I was probably still drunk and talking crazy or whatever it was and uh, not focused and locked into her birthday. Uh, we get to the place. You know, this is me uh, sauced up. Uh, we got into an argument, you know, got into our little relationship stuff. And um, I did. I had a homie come pick me up. Like I, I straight, I straight up, uh, you know, vacated the premises. Uh, yeah. So that that was, you know, I think a bad date on my part because I was, um, I was really upset. I'll, I'll, I'll never forget it because it was a real romantic point for me. I had just done a lot and just, you know, just really kind of. I think this was a big deal. I think this really is was like the big. Well, then why was you drunk if it was such yeah. a big deal? <laughs> it's her birthday. It was her birthday. Yeah, I was celebrating her birthday. I was supposed to go home with her, meet her yeah. people and shit. You ain't uh, my people. And I'm being drunk. You don't. You don't. 
Well, no, 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 not that day. Like the weekend. This is like this is like Thursday or something like that. I don't know. A day during the week, and we go to like Fee's Cake Factory, my nigga. Don't overdo this, please. Uh, so like, <laughs> uh, I'm being I'm being romantic. I'm being sweet. Um, I bought her some flowers. I think I, I know uh, I had a whole bunch of candles. Yeah, this is what the issue. She wouldn't come to my crib. She wouldn't like, come to your uh, house. This, yeah, this particular woman, she stopped coming to my home. She refuses to come to uh to my spot, and I don't know where that okay. comes from, but it's like a phobia at this point. Like she has a real, I just feel you know. Uh, issue and I can't really I really don't know. I got friends that are like that so not like one like my one friend she be like I just like I don't go over just based off like something that might have happened to her or my other friend is just like you know not to say that your house is a mess or anything you know like because I don't know I don't know if you're a bachelor I don't know how you're living you understand but my other friend was like, girl, it's literally a trash dump. So that's why my other homegirl wouldn't go over to her dude's house. And so, I mean, but it could be based off of previous situations. Well, it, there was a there was a whole what? There was a period where it was uh, I think all good and then something happened where we kind of reversed our order and now it's just a um, prohibitive space where there's like a complete refusal to um, be vulnerable to me I feel in my home um, I think that she thinks I'm, I just want to have sex with her that's uh, and maybe that's why she doesn't want to um, come to the crib because like I don't know if it's like a trap, um, which I get, but at the same time, I that's not my fault that you have vagina phobia. <laughs> I can't help it. Uh, say it again, homie. Homie, I, say that one more time. Vagina phobia. <laughs> and, and you know that that's a real that thing. Is, I'm gonna do that is. That is. Because we never know one's ulterior motive. So with us not knowing, like, because I'm not going to a dude's house. You're not coming to my house. I'll meet you at the laundromat. I'll meet you at the main event. I'll meet you anywhere but my place. Anywhere. See, at that point, here, here's what I uh, cracked open though. I to, to trust you, to fuck with you, to really have something with you, you gotta come fuck with the boy in the spot. Like, you gotta be down with me like that. Um, and it's not like I live in a trap house. Um, but, you know, like, if it, I'm good. Like, that's that's one of those things that I'm learning about myself. I need to continue on. Because uh, that's how you fortify your position. Uh, is that we all have standards, we all have expectations for these things to maintain our morals, our <laughs> virtues. And I've given my scruples up or, or compromised and, and, and tried to, you know, um, go outside and it doesn't work out. You know, there's things that you have to have. And for me, being able to come see me in my space is essential. Like, you'll never know the true me. And if you don't want to know the true me, I know I can't really get to know you. And if I can't get to know you, what's the point? We don't like nobody knows anybody. We're just strangers. We might as well not have met instead of becoming strangers. 
and getting further apart. That's true, too. You make a good point with that. Huh. Right. So, like, if if a guy... I don't know what I mean. So, you know, like, they invite you over, that means that they feel comfortable with you enough to, you know, war. Well, I, ain't, I ain't let no... I don't want nobody in my crib. Like, I don't... I literally... Especially this quarantine is what people call it. I think that's the lifestyle I had before the pandemic. Like, I don't have people around me like that for that to ever be an issue. Um, and, and now we have the quarantine and a part of a good quarantine policy is routine and making sure that you're exposing yourself around the same people so you can control the germs between you, uh, inoculating your situations. Uh, did you know, I, I, I don't, I can't quote, uh, the source, but if you want to fact check me, please fact check me, uh, getting the same germs from the same people builds your immune system up for both of you because you guys come back to each other. Uh, every night, just like there's like even sleep uh, um, information. Uh, there's a statistic that talks about you really do fall asleep easier and your heartbeats sync up, women's cycles sync up. So if you're in a lesbian relationship, um, I can only imagine the closeness that that has to feel like. As a man, I'll never experience that. Um, with all of that being said, um, yes, a bad date is something that really affects the trend of your relationship so when you when i see a bad date coming or if i'm on a bad date it gets critically important for me to turn it around and i'm thankful that i've had that experience to know what i need and i've had an experience with someone who couldn't give me what i needed to see um how much i can put into someone else how much, you know, meeting a woman's needs or whatever level can benefit everyone, if that makes sense, you know, uh, to rectify the whole bad date situation. You can calm down a woman that you are connected to. It's very easy um, because it's not about me as a man. Uh, you know, I can I can satisfy a, a woman because of her indignation uh, for things. I love women that are decisive. Um, I know that the women that I always encounter and run into are higher profile women. They always have better jobs than me. Um, thank, thank God. I don't mind the one, uh, doing the thing, but I think that that's something that's, um, that's, that, that's critical. Um, just being able to ease a bad date. So have you ever been able to I ease my bad day um, because I can tell uh, I'm very good at uh, monitoring body, body language and I can tell from his vibes and the way that his body was that he was getting irritated but yet he was trying to keep his cool for the safety of me you know what I'm saying like you know, I don't want, you know, it was just, it was the balance of, I don't really want to go off and snap his neck because I don't want to scare her. Me, I was like, you can do it. <laughs> Drop his fucking head off. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, but that, you know, absolutely. And so what I did was, after I would address the situation, I go back to being like, "Hey, baby, you know what I'm saying? You have some beautiful eyes. <laughs> you know, I have to give the gab, anyways. You dig? So I'm really over here, like, how do you take your burger? Or what's your favorite? 
you know, cereal, you know, because mom's a sugar puff. She real me was, you know. I was trying to groom them on when I give you the look, when I snap my neck, that means you, you know, you know grown folks over here. <laughs> I mean, you got the boy. You know, you know, he's just acting out. He's getting um, to know you. Um, it sounds like it sounds like one of them was just more trouble than the other, but that's the situation. If that's someone you want, you need to do what you need to do to get what you want or who you want. Um, I'm not saying fuck them kids. No, I would never say that. Fuck I'm them. saying okay, well, we'll kind of <laughs> sort it right because I'm saying kids is that is that wrong to say fuck your kids? <laughs> Yeah, it's wrong to say fucking kids. I just say it because um, I'm alone. I say That's the kids beauty of single. <laughs> you I, uh, I'm, in, I'm in no relationship. I've been free of relationship for going on a year now. So it's kind of it's nice. Um, but at the same time, what we're talking about now, bad dates. Um, I, I, I've only had bad dates with one person and that situation taught me a lot about those things that are missing basic things that are missing in relationships that create sanctity and sanity stability um it's respect like uh, both people can't be going off the deep end and every time you're encountered with someone else's dysfunction you can't get dysfunctional or oppositional like that's a very unhealthy trait um, and to just be around that or to see that, it just it affects everything. The balance um, is always important, you know, because I'm a hothead. Yeah. So I'm I'm always looking for somebody. But you're, you you know how to compliment, and that's why your hot-headedness is always complimented by a man's rational. Uh, that's why your hot-headedness is always complimented by a man's uh, bravado or, you know what I mean? Like, you, you, you partner for reasons because you want your fire to be concentrated. Um, and that's what I, that's, you know, one of the many things mm-hmm. that um, I yeah, appreciate yeah, about I'll you. I'll be looking for a man to calm me down because I'll be on the go. <gasps> I'm snacking. <Ugh>. What's popping? <laughs> Taking faces off. And so, like, my husband now, baby, he can go ahead and give me that look and I, <laughs> okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's that softness. That's, you know what I'm saying? He can look at me and calm me down. He can kiss my forehead and calm me down. I'm not letting these men get close to me to get a touch of a forehead, let alone all of that. <laughs> but I need it because I'm fired up. <laughs> I know, I know one thing though, uh, bad dates, uh, they come, they go. Um, real love is forever, and uh, that's what it's all about. It's chasing something that's, um, you know, going to serve and work uh, for both parties. So I appreciate talking about bad dates. I can't wait till our next uh, conversation. Did you want to drop? You know, I'm media? only popping on uh, Facebook and Instagram. I, I ain't got the rest of them up yet, but I'm on my way. <laughs> Well, I want uh, y'all to follow me on Twitter. I'm at Chubby Idris Elba. Um, right now, there's a lot going up leading to um, January 20th. 
And I just want to keep a good and healthy dialogue. And I'm actually discussing with people some things. I think it's a lot of interesting ideas being uh, tossed around amongst us. Um, if you want to get in conversation, uh, I think that we're gaining a little bit more activity on that platform on Facebook. Uh, you already know that's all day, every day. Um, there's a lot of talk about the mixtape that we're working on, and you'll be able to get um, at least a track or two on SoundCloud this week. Uh, all of these, again, are at Chubby Eagles Elba. I'm also on Snapchat. Um, you can catch me uh, um, this week. Uh, or actually, I'm sorry, two weeks from now, uh, we're going to have a local campaign here in D.C. Uh, we're going to do some canvassing. Follow us on Snapchat. We'll be uh, in those neighborhoods uh, at Chubby Idris Elba. And we're on TikTok. Uh, you already know. Catch me on any and all networks. Until the next episode. In a minute. Peace.